I'm Lisa Bondizio, and you are listening to Plan B, the podcast that talks business and life without the BS. If this is your first time tuning in, hello and welcome. And just so you know who you're listening to, a little bit about me. I'm a change ninja. I build and deliver business transformation programs for corporate CEOs and their teams. And I've spent 17 years working in Europe, the US and Scandinavia, using my know-how to help clients across the globe embrace and embed lasting transformation. I may do change for a living, but change is also the story of my life. And there's been quite a bit of that in the last five years. I've married, moved countries, and inherited a dog and two stepsons along the way. I'm navigating a culture and language that is not my own, juggling the job with life as a wife and stepmom. So, in this series, I'll be covering both business themes and life lessons, sharing what I've learned as a transformation specialist and human, so your business and you can benefit too. Stay tuned and don't forget to like, subscribe or share. Episode 1. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Thank you, Mike Tyson. Depending on when you listen to this episode, you and your business will either be experiencing the aftermath of the pandemic or looking back on 2020 as a year when the universe yelled a plot twist and we all learnt the transformational tango. Under normal circumstances, organisations change because the leaders in these businesses feel the heat or they see the light, which is just another way of saying that transformation occurs because A, there is a burning platform and the organisation must change to survive. Uh, Pandemic, anyone? B, external forces such as competitor activity, technology or customers require it. Or C, the board genuinely wants things to be different, but usually because of reasons A and B above. Change is relatively easy if you are the one inflicting it but not so much if you're on the receiving end of a sharp left hook, which is probably why organisations and people resist change. Some so successfully that by the time the burning platform is in sight, it's too late to call for rescue. When your organisation is reeling from something you didn't see coming, you have two choices. Rush headlong down the transformation tunnel or run screaming from the building. Neither is a particularly useful success strategy. Instead, it might be wise to first ask and answer the following question. What? Specifically, what next? For example, what next? What do I, we need to do first? Again, what next? What resources will we need? What next? What is possible in the short term? What next? What else do we need to know, do or communicate? This simple technique shifts hearts and minds from blind panic to active problem-solving. Asking what next can generate a whole load of options. Since action determines priority and priority determines focus, this is a far better way to huddle with your team and brainstorm your way out of a crisis. It is certainly less stressful than wallowing in why-me mode. Of course, these questions are simple prompts to get you started, but some things remain true. First, The greater the complexity of change, the more vital it is to get back to first principles, to understand where you are starting from and what the next logical step needs to be. And second, while such change may be conceived in the boardroom, it is delivered and experienced by real humans, employees, suppliers and customers. 
Ah yes, the people factor. This can be where the challenge, what did I mean to say fun, actually begins. I'll be talking more about this in future episodes, but I often tell clients that business transformation is about psychology, not just methodology. With this in mind, it's just as important to understand the who you are dealing with as well as the what comes next. Bye.